This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. What's up, hockey fans? Welcome to Pucks and Bolts, an Odyssey original podcast bringing you all insight and entertainment of your favorite team, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are establishing themselves not only as a dynasty, but Tampa Bay as a hockey town. So be sure to download the Odyssey app, hit that auto download button so that you have all brand new and exciting episodes just sitting there waiting for you after you look up Pucks and Bolts and also share Pucks and Bolts with friends, family, and other hockey fans around. Guys, not only am I joined by my lovely co-host Kaylee Mizell, but we are also joined by Brian Radley, not only a Tampa Bay Lightning alumni, but he also works with the Tampa Bay Lightning organization, community relations, and so much more. So we're so excited to sit down pick his brain a little bit and uh, talk some hockey. Yeah, Hi, Brian, guys. thank yep. you so much for being here with us. Yeah, I'm excited, Kaylee and Casey. It's, you know what, uh, like I said, uh, it's the 30th anniversary this year. It's hard yeah. to believe it's been 30 years since we played the first game at the fairgrounds, oh, but uh, it's been a long time. But, uh, you know, the team's off to an okay start, I would say, you know, 14 or 15 and eight or nine. But, uh, you know what, uh, it's a long season to go. They went to the Stanley Cup finals three years in a row so they played a lot of hockey they have oh, yeah. not gotten very much no rest for you either as the you know community ambassador and someone who is here working with the team um bringing in um children and families who are going through different hardships and bringing them yeah. in to meet the team we're definitely going to ask you a little yeah. bit about that but you hit on something early on that i wanted to talk about which is this team this year and um, you know, I think that this start reminds me a little bit of their start in 2020, where it was kind of a figuring it out process a little bit through the fall until they got to Sweden and then things kind of started yeah. clicking. I think that this team is on the verge of everything kind of clicking together. There's been a few games where they haven't liked mm -hmm. the way that they've played and they've accepted that and or not accepted it, but they've acknowledged it. Right. But I wanted to know your perspective um on on how this team is faring through you know about a about a quarter of the way through the season yeah i mean those are great points i mean i remember i was at in sweden in stockholm yeah. two years ago when they beat buffalo in both the games and kind of like they said that's when it all triggered and started to go forward um when they played those uh, games in stockholm in the global series um, but, you know, I think you're right. I mean, I think they played okay so far. I mean, you look at the, the Toronto game. Let's just go back two nights where they played Toronto on Saturday and we won in overtime. Clorn scored. That was oh, a great yeah. game. That was an energetic, super fun game to watch. And then, honestly, against Detroit, we ended up losing 4-2. But, I mean, we played literally five minutes. Mm -hmm. I mean, the last five minutes we would have played, what did we have? 30 shots or something in the I third ended at period. like 38 to 20 yeah. six, I want to say yeah but it was crazy but I mean we only played like five minutes of the third period if we would have played like that the rest of the game we probably would have won but you know what when I look at the team so far I mean you gotta look we're playing Nashville tonight and we'll talk about Ryan McDonough I mean yeah. you know he was so instrumental in the two Stanley Cup wins great defenseman not one of those guys that uh, is going to put a lot of points on the board but just a shutdown great veteran defenseman yeah. shot blocker like most, a defenseman's defenseman yeah, yeah super defenseman defenseman and you know what he's he was great in the Stanley Cup runs and stuff like that so uh um, you know what? We miss him. You know, plot. We he went to New Jersey, so mm -hmm. you're filling in different pieces of the puzzle. I think Nick Paul's played good. You know, Brendan yeah. Hagels came in to really yeah. play better this year than expected. So, I mean, the thing about it is, I see the team. They're starting to get better every game, but when they go to the Stanley Cup Finals three years in a row, there's wear and tear on their bodies. Mm -hmm. And the two guys to me that 
I think have played okay this so far this year. I mean, you know what? I, I look at you know Stamkos to me. He's uh, played exceptionally well. He's really you know shooting the pucks on pace for another third probably 40 goals again, you know, Kucherov, you can't say enough and point. They've been good, but the, the guys that have been instrumental are, are Vasilevsky to me and goal has oh, been yeah, okay. Yeah. He's been okay. His record is average mm-hmm. for a world-class goalie like him and, and Victor Hedman. Yes. Victor Hedman has 10 points, I think 10 or 11 points. So like, if you look at his numbers compared to his, uh, you know, his, uh, you know, defenseman of the year, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, candidate, you know, in terms of like being the best defenseman. I mean, he's, I think he's 51st in scoring for a defenseman. And those are not Victor Hedman like numbers. So to me, I think those guys have to change or, or, you know, get their game going in the better direction right now. Yeah. Um, because those two guys, I mean, I think when the team goes, Vazzy and Hedman are the two key guys that make this team work. Yeah, 100%. And defense is so important. I think that's kind of where they were missing. Ryan McDonough and even Ruda and Luke Shin and all of those guys that had a very specific defenseman role in this system. So you mentioned Victor Hedman, which was extremely important. What's it, what's the adjustment mentally as a player when you're 25% into the season and the line shuffling is still trying to find that perfect chemistry. Victor Hedman, such an unorthodox defenseman. So is it the pairing maybe where he can't really be released to play like Victor Hedman? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Casey, I don't know. It's a great point. We always thought he had an injury in the season where he got hurt his shoulder against San Jose. And maybe we were thinking, oh, it's a lingering effect. He hasn't been on the power play most of the season. They put Sergeyev. Now Sergeyev and him are playing together. But I mean, to me, Victor Hedman is just, he's one of the top two or three defensemen in the NHL. I mean, Honestly, I'm in like he's probably two on my list because the only guy that I think that's better than him is Kale McCarr. Oh, I mean that kid on and Colorado is the real deal. Wait, would you say that today after what Tage Thompson did last night? Well, Tage Thompson's a forward, but he had what five goals and an assist or something like that yeah. last night. But yeah. yeah, he's he's a great dynamic scorer, and, the, and Tage Thompson's a big kid too. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking defensive hockey. I mean, you know, to me, you know, Victor Hedman was the best defenseman for the last three, four, five years, and deserves all his, you know, you know, accolades, accolades. he got, and and all, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, winning the Conn Smythe and winning two Stanley Cups. But at the end of the day. Kale McCarr, I think, is the next guy. Um, but, uh, you know, Vasilevsky and Ned is the best goalie by far. If you ever listen to people talk on the NHL Network and they talk about, uh, you know, who would you like to not see in a shootout? And you know, they had like 10 or 15 guys just going over these different things like that. Uh, you know, Vasilevsky, like, you you know, I watched the thing on the NHL Network maybe about three or four days ago where they said if you had to, if you had to face one goalie that you didn't want to face in a shootout, who would it be? And like every player, Patrick Kane, Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky, this guy, Vasilevsky, <laughs> Vasilevsky. And it's just like, but he's the best goalie. So really to me, those good. guys, I think they played okay. I mean, they're superstar players, let's be honest with you. Right. But at the end of the day, they're not playing at that level right now and they need mm-hmm. to be better. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things where we've seen a Vassy, you know, specifically go through a little bit of ebb and flow. Um, over the last two seasons, but when he does turn it on, you know when Andre Vasilevsky has his eyes. And I mean, it it truly is. And even still, he's had some pretty incredible saves. Even some of those saves the other night in the Red Wings game. Oh, my goodness. They were mind-boggling. 
saves. He he is an incredible goalie. I think it's all kind of contributing. We talked about the defense and the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think maybe they're giving up a few more high quality chances than than what maybe Andre Vasilevsky is used to seeing. And so maybe there's a little bit of a breakdown there. I think also people have noticed that that high blocker side can yeah. be a little bit of a weakness at times for him. And then they're trying to take advantage yeah. of that. But Brian, I have to take you back to your playing days. If you don't mind revisiting those (laughs) with us, you mentioned um, playing at the fairgrounds and and the history of this team and and everything that has happened in the last 30 seasons. What for you as a player was maybe one of your fondest memories that you have of playing for the Lightning? Well, you know what? I mean, when I look back at, uh, I mean, there's different ones. There's personal, there's team wise and stuff like that. I mean, for me, uh, I mean, obviously 1992 to come to Tampa, we really didn't know much about, you know, Tampa Bay, it's flip-flops and shorts. I played in (laughs) Calgary, Vancouver, Toronto, cold, snowy, and, uh, traded my snowmobile in for, uh, golf clubs. (laughs) And, uh, not a bad, not, not a bad, a bad trade. trade. Not like a bad that. trade up. Yeah, yeah. It, was all, it was good. So, I mean, you know, you're for, still here. You're still here, thirty years later. But uh, I think uh, you know what? The opening night we played the Chicago Blackhawks. I mean, you know, uh, Daryl Sutter is his first game coaching, and they just went to the finals here before, and we ended up going on the ice at the fairgrounds and winning the game seven to three. No one expected us to win game or do very well. So to me, that that first game was 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 magical. I mean, it's something we won't forget because you know people didn't expect. We were just a hard work a group of guys that had been on other teams that got let go, and so we wanted to prove people wrong yeah. that you know we still belonged in the league and stuff like that. So. And then, you know, went to the Thunderdome and then we played that super crazy playoff game against the Philadelphia Flyers. The oh first game goodness. here, 20, yeah. 28,000 people. I mean, you know, that was, uh, you know, we, we ended up winning the game. Alex Sullivan, I've scored the goal. Um, we went up two games to one over Philadelphia. We ended up losing the series, but um, just to see everybody make the playoffs to play that pl- first playoff series against the Philadelphia Flyers with Eric Lindros and John LeClaire and Renberg and, you know, Hextall. They had the Legion of Doom, they called them. So that was exciting times. And then personally for me, I mean, you know, I, I mean, to play in my in my first of two All Star games that first year, mm-hmm. yeah. not only to represent the Lightning logo as a, as a first All Star in Lightning history, but to represent the city of Tampa Bay, that was fun. I'll never forget that. I mean, that was I mean, it was awesome. Yeah, along those lines, because of course you get to Tampa, it's way different than playing in Canada. But the yeah. first season, you get forty two goals, and then ninety five, you get a well a high of fifty six um, assists. Yeah. You're seeing such history be made in a player like Steven Stamkos right now. Yeah. What's it like to reach such accolades, not only in hockey, but maybe with a club like the Tampa Bay Lightning? Yeah, I mean, you know what you see, uh, you can't say anything, but first first Lightning player in history to get a 1,000 points with the team. I mean, Steven's been first overall pick, come from Sarnia. His parents are from Toronto. I know his mom and dad, they come to the games and just a great – player for the team a captain hard worker i mean you know i will say this stevens had some major injuries and you know what to me i think he's playing his best of his career right now than maybe five years ago Mm -hmm. and you know what to see him score his thousandth point the other night against philadelphia i mean they honored him against the toronto game with his family and stuff but 
I mean, he's got some other ones coming up. I mean, he's got a, a thousand games. He's within what thirty or forty games. But to me, the big one I think is huge. Is five hundred goals. Yeah. I mean, a thousand points is great. I'm not going to take anything away from Stephen, but to me, I only know so. There's only twenty five or thirty guys to ever get five hundred goals in the NHL, mm-hmm. and to me. I think he's six or seven away from it. To me, that is a magical number. I play with Joe Noondike. He got 500. Brett Hall got 500. Lanny McDonald. So I play with some guys who got 500, but there's not a lot of guys that get 500 goals in the NHL. Obviously, Dave Anderchuk got 600, but, I mean, he played with other teams. But to have Steven Stamkos do it in a Lightning jersey, mm-hmm. I mean, captain the team, two-time Stanley Cup mm-hmm. champion, and to me, a Hall of Famer. And I love what you said because I 100% agree. He's playing some of his best hockey that we've ever seen. I asked him at the beginning of the year why that is, and he said it's because he is healthy. He's Mm -hmm. gotten to train. Mm -hmm. He's gotten to have normal summers where he's going and training and and having a normal offseason. Instead of rehabbing, he's training for the year. And what a difference it makes, Steven Stamkos. You guys know he's my, my cherry picker practically every single game. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'm I'm always singing his praises. He's he's fantastic, and he and he gives back a lot to this yeah. Tampa Bay community, as do you. Mm-hmm. 